It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. Good morning. It's Monday, December 28th, 2020, the last Monday of the year. And join us for the next 15 minutes and we'll tell you what's happening across the state of West Virginia here on Metro News this morning. We'll have news from Shauna Johnson, sports with Joe Bricado, and Hoppy Kirchwell's daily commentary. What we picked up from the Christmas snowstorm will continue to melt today in much of the state. We'll check the weather coming up. This is Metro News This Morning. Now time for an update from the Metro News Anchor Desk. Here's Shauna Johnson. Good morning. A reward is being offered today for information leading to the conviction of the person or people who set two fires in the eastern panhandle early Sunday. One of them, a barn fire in Berkeley County that killed a member of the West Virginia Air National Guard's 167th Airlift Wing firefighting team, part of the fire response. Three other firefighters were hurt. Investigators with the state fire marshal's office say they believe that barn fire is connected to a separate fire reported around the same time about three miles away in Jefferson County. That fire has also been determined to be an intentionally set fire. The U.S. government will be funded through September, and more than $900 billion in pandemic relief is going to start moving out of Washington now that President Donald Trump has signed into law the omnibus stimulus package. The signing came Sunday following the lapse of a couple of unemployment programs and just days after President Trump threatened to veto that plan, calling it a disgrace. In a statement, U.S. Senator Joe Manchin says he is relieved. That is his word. He says his hope is that emergency benefits can be distributed quickly. Included in that larger package is a new designation for the New River Gorge National River, making it officially the New River Gorge National Park and Preserve. State Tourism Commissioner Chelsea Ruby says it's a change that should bring more people to the mountain state. So many travelers, a national park designation is a kind of seal of approval, confirmation that that destination is one of the nation's greatest places and that it's someplace you need to see. 
Two years ago in Indiana, Ruby says visitation jumped by 21 percent after Indiana Lakeshore was designated Indiana Dunes National Park. This last Monday in 2020 starts with West Virginia's daily coronavirus infection rate at nearly 11 percent. That's reporting from the State Department of Health and Human Resources. The Mountain State's RT value, which is the estimated rate of coronavirus spread, is number two nationally today behind Maine. 51 of West Virginia's 55 counties are either red or orange on DHHR's daily county alert system map, the highest levels for coronavirus transmission. At the state's prisons, regional jails, and correctional facilities, information from the State Division of Correction shows there are 488 active COVID-19 cases among inmates today. The largest number at St. Mary's Correctional Center in Pleasance County, where 285 inmates are said to be positive. That's more than half of the total number of inmates there. Active case numbers add up to 50 among inmates at the Tiger Valley Regional Jail, 55 at the Central Regional Jail, and 77 at the Eastern Regional Jail. System-wide active COVID-19 cases now include 49 correctional staff members. In Taylor County, officials with the Grafton-Taylor County Health Department say a number of the nearly 20 new active COVID-19 cases confirmed there Sunday are connected to what's being called an outbreak at the Taylor County Sheriff's Department. An initial round of coronavirus vaccination work may wrap up as soon as today at nursing homes and other long-term care facilities statewide. We'll get an update during today's state coronavirus briefing, which is scheduled to start at 11 from the state capitol. Watch it at WVMetroNews.com. At Charleston Area Medical Center, hospital officials say so far they've been able to vaccinate about half of the employees identified as priorities in phase one of the CAMC vaccination plan, giving them initial shots. Here is spokesperson Dale Witt. It's not just the doctors and the nurses. It's respiratory therapists, physician assistants. It's dietary people bringing meals. It's um, uh, environmental services folks who are doing housekeeping type things. So there's a lot of people included in those uh, in like that first round. Up to this point, state records show West Virginia has received 60,875 doses of both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. About half of those have been administered. More doses are due in this week. And again, both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines require two shots. Elsewhere, a rep with the Communications Workers of America says moving forward, he's expecting to see a different kind of frontier communications. Here is District 213 Vice President Ed Mooney. Frontier is going to emerge from bankruptcy here shortly. They're going to be better positioned to actually invest their own money as well as apply the federal funding effectively. And that's the shortest distance between the two points of getting built out a broadband across the state of West Virginia. Mooney says that's why the Federal Communications Commission should stick with Frontier's bids for $245 million in broadband projects, most of the money available to West Virginia through the Rural Development Opportunity Fund. U.S. Senator Shelley Moore Capito and dozens of state lawmakers are asking the FCC to reconsider. This time next week, the West Virginia Supreme Court will have a new chief justice. Justice Evan Jenkins takes over for current chief justice Tim Armstead with the start of 2021. Such an honor to be selected by your colleagues on the bench to lead the court over the course of uh, the next year. And 
we've got big plans and great opportunities. Both Justices Jenkins and Armstead were appointed to the court in August of 2018, prior to their elections that November. Jeff? Thanks, Shauna. Coming up, there was a development on Christmas Eve, major development, having to do with the Clarksburg VA Medical Center. So that broke on Christmas Eve, and your Senator Joe Manchin is commenting about that. That's coming up in our backgrounder. And filling in for Kyle Wiggs on sports today is Joe Bricado. Mountaineers met with media yesterday talking about the Liberty Bowl, so that is coming up. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned. Hi, it's Tony Caridi, host of the CityNet Statewide Sports Line right here on Metro News. Join the Senator Brad Howe, Coach Greg Hunter, and myself as we discuss the day's biggest sports stories, talking with coaches, former players, and sports writers from all over the state and across the nation, bringing you the latest from the high schools, colleges, and the pro game. So don't miss the CityNet Statewide Sports Line weeknights at 6.06 here on the Metro News Radio Network and streaming live at WVMetroNews.com. Hi, this is Hoppy Kirchhoff of West Virginia. In many ways, is a diverse state, often with different issues, challenges, and successes, depending on where you live. But we're also a small state, and we're all connected by being West Virginians. Every day from 10 to 6 till noon, I talk about and provide insight into the events that shape who we are. My approach is tough but fair, and we may disagree, but together we'll stay abreast of what's going on in our great state. The successes, the hardships, the challenges, and of course, the politics that contribute to making us who we are. So join me weekdays, 10 to 6 till noon, for Metro News Talk Line. Joe Bricado's up next with sports. First, though, in our Metro News backgrounder, there are changes coming to the Clarksburg VA Medical Center after the murders of multiple veterans by former nursing home or nursing assistant Rita Mays. A VA investigative group announced its findings on Christmas Eve. The shakeup includes the removal of Medical Center Director Dr. Glenn Snyder Jr. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin is responding to that announcement in our backgrounder. The sad thing is it's taken almost two and a half years, but I understand there was a criminal investigation that went on longer than what anyone anticipated. And with a criminal investigation, it was hard to make changes and do the things that need to be done because it might have interfered with the criminal investigation. But once the person has been charged, found guilty, and basically uh, sentencing will happen in February. And and now we know more about uh, how things could have happened, how things were lapsed, and what changes need to be made from the administration all the way down. They're doing that now. People have been removed. There'll be a new team coming in as the 1st of January. We will now have a full uh, Veterans Affairs Committee investigation to make sure that what happened in Clarksburg never happens in Clarksburg again or any other VA facility in the country. Senator, when a veteran goes there or a veteran's family you know, takes a veteran there and they're hospitalized, what should they expect? Well, the quality of care, but basically the precautions are being taken that you have the safest, highest quality of care that you can get anywhere in the country. And that's the first and foremost thing that we have in mind uh, on our Veterans Committee to make sure our veterans are taken care of. That was not done. We've got to build the confidence back by showing the quality of the people that we bring in, the quality of the precautions and, and the procedures that are in place, and people should not worry. and They should have all the confidence that the Clarksburg VA and all of our VA we run the highest the highest quality of standards. New leadership takes over at the Clarksburg VA Medical Center a week from today, January 4th. Joe Bricado with sports. And Joe, the Mountaineers uh, met with media yesterday because they got a game coming up on Thursday, New Year's Eve. 
Yes, yesterday was their typical Tuesday on a game week, obviously an unconventional game week this week with the bowl game on Thursday, but the Mountaineers will wrap up their season in the Liberty Bowl Thursday afternoon against the Black Knights of Army. West Virginia was originally scheduled to face Tennessee, but when the Vols pulled out of the game due to COVID issues, Army was invited, and now we have one of the more compelling matchups of bowl season set to go. WVU head coach Neil Brown says the Black Knights are a formidable team sporting a 9-2 and record. We, we've embraced this game. I felt for those uh, those coaches and players at Army when they didn't initially make a bowl game. I don't understand what went into that. That 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 should have never been the case. But when Tennessee had their COVID issues, we were asked, and we didn't blink an eye. You know, we welcome we welcome the opportunity to play them. I think it brings extra exposure to this game. You know, I think it's a great fit. You know. Army playing in the Liberty Bowl. Makes sense to me. Thanks, Joe. There's an initial story previewing the Mountaineers matchup with Army posted right now at WVMetroNews.com. This is Metro News This Morning for this Monday, December 28, 2020. Now time to hear from the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Good morning, Hop. Our coverage of politics typically focuses on what politicians say they are going to do, the ongoing attempts at governing, and never-ending opining of what one side says the other side is doing wrong, often using hostile language. I suspect that's why the retirement floor speech of Senator Lamar Alexander did not receive much attention. The Tennessee Republican is 80 years old, and since he's on his way out, perhaps judged that what he had to say was of little import. But given the increasing tribalism and scorched-earth politics of today, it is worth listening to the insights of a respected individual who has spent 40 years in public service. His admonition to the body was simple. He said, quote, Our country needs a United States Senate to work across party lines to force broad agreements on hard issues, creating laws that most of us have voted for and that a diverse country will accept. Alexander said that bipartisan consensus, especially on tough issues, quote, offers an opportunity to share the responsibility or the blame for doing hard things. And that's critical. When only one party is responsible for controversial legislation, the other party uses it as a wedge issue, creating a natural divide in this country. If both parties are responsible, the criticism is usually muted, and there's greater likelihood most of the country will accept the outcome. Alexander laments how we have divided into factions, even though we have one guiding principle that should unite us. We are all Americans, he told his fellow senators, referencing the late Arthur Schlesinger, who once wrote that our country needs less pluribus and more unum. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. Alexander said, more than ever, our country needs a United States Senate to turn pluribus into unum, to lead the American struggle to forge unity from diversity. He said one way the Senate can accomplish that is, not by changing the rules, as some have suggested, but rather by changing its behavior. He suggests senators spend more time on the floor in debate, fairly considering amendments and voting up or down on those proposals. The purpose of the Senate, Alexander continued, is to be the cooling saucer the place where you can talk your head off through the tool of the filibuster, he said, quote, to force broad agreements on tough issues that most of us will vote for and the country can live with. Naturally, not all members of the Senate will always agree, nor should they. The body is 100 individuals with their own constituencies and myriad interests. However, if the senators take Alexander's sage advice of less pluribus and more unum, there's at least a chance the upper chamber could set a better example for the rest of the country to follow. You can read Hoppy's commentary at WVMetroNews.com and catch Metro News Talk Line today at 10.06 on radio stations across the state and streaming live at WVMetroNews.com. 
You can also listen to the show at any time on the TalkLine podcast found at wvmetronews.com. Weather across the state today, a cold front will head our way, producing a few showers. Behind that will be colder temperatures. Later in the week, we're looking at wet ending of 2020, and those soggy conditions will continue for the first day of 2021. Now you're up to date. You've been listening to Metro News this morning from Monday, December 28, 2020. For Hoppy Kerchival, Joe Bricado, and Shauna Johnson, I'm Jeff Jenkins. Have a great day. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.